Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virtuous Unicorns podcast. In this show, we are joining up with the lovely Tony Wheel for her health Q&A shows, which are currently live streamed on her YouTube channel. So we just assume that we are live and we just start with a few hiccups as usual, which, which is okay. <laughs> right now, I cannot see even anything of where we are, what we're doing, who is online, but I think it doesn't matter. This time it was Sarah who helped me out once again <laughs> to get this stuff working. My computer is uh, refusing cooperation. It only allows me to go to YouTube, Gmail, and Facebook. And I cannot get to any other website. I could not get to Zoom. This is how we record. But anyway, in case that um, you have actually no idea who's talking right now, my name is Tony Wheel, and we are joined by Sarah from Virtuous Unicorns. Since I cannot see anything, as in uh, if, if people can hear us or not, um, I have to rely on Sarah because I think she can. I can hear you, yes. But I will have to say that I'm not sure if we're actually live streaming on your channel, even though I used all those things or not. So I'm trying to check right now also to see. So. trying to look because it came up under virtuous unicorns so let me see i do not believe we are live streaming on your channel i believe it is maybe on mine i don't know it's it shows that there are two people waiting let me see that's probably you and i yes we are live on my channel apparently do you want to continue or should we hang up and then try again well and even if we try again the same thing will happen it's just not i know i think it's because i'm logged in on my youtube so it directly takes to my youtube even with your keys and everything too yeah it's waiting for yeah it's not working it's not working the way we wanted it I will drop a note at least over to your um, live and um, we will definitely upload it to your channel. We'll continue with the show as is then. Okay, so actually it is working. Then I don't have a link as to where, uh, but that is not working because I promoted the YouTube channel and nobody knows where we are right now. No, I'm gonna drop it in the chat though over on your channel right now. Okay, so we'll see what happens. Yep, I believe, yep, Grant and Dave are both on the chat right now. Hi, Grant. Hi, Dave. (laughs) And I I don't see anything, so I don't even know where do I go. Yes. (laughs) We are trying to get it worked out, but um, as of now, Tony did not have access on her computer, so... I tried to do it from mine, but it ended up going live on my channel. But welcome and happy you both made it over here. Um, Tony, if you want to go ahead and talk then, I'm going to jump over and drop in the chat on your channel so other people can find us too. 
Yeah, it's interesting how that works. How did they find you and I didn't? <laughs> I think they are subscribers. So an alert went out that I was live. Oh, okay. I'm a yeah. subscriber on your channel. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, actually, this was, um, I see, I just see an, uh, a question from Katie and that it's not really about health. My son talks in his sleep just about every night, sometimes a couple of times in the night. I'm wondering if you know of any spe special reasons why he does this. Oh, this is actually interesting because my husband does this. Whole stories. He did it. I haven't actually, since we are on, on uh, that high food, I haven't heard him anymore. I wonder if that makes a difference. I have, I never knew what the reason can be of that. I actually would think that maybe even Charlie would have an answer for that. I, I never thought about it. And every time I tried to figure out uh, answers, you know, try to figure out what he meant and what he was talking about, he stopped right away <laughs> with talking. So as long as your son doesn't really wake up because of it and just keep sleeping, I would, you know, don't worry about it. But yeah, it is, uh, it's rather common. And I always thought it was, uh, it was kind of funny. I wonder if it's because they're not getting into a, a very deep sleep because I will talk as I'm going into sleep and sometimes even coming out of sleep, but usually I don't talk through the night, so... I'm not sure. And I wonder if when you're on the fruit, you're just getting like a deeper rest, maybe. Yeah, I, one time I heard Charlie say that um, if you sleep very well and get good rest, you don't dream. And my gosh, you know, my, my I have such vivid dreams. And I wake up in the morning and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm somewhere else than I thought I would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes they can be very, very real. Yeah, and even and even waking up and then uh, uh, falling asleep again, and then you you keep going on with the same dream. And I thought that was uh, pretty unique. But yeah, uh, continue. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what what I do notice now we're talking about dreams, and why not? We might as well. Isn't isn't everything health related? Because I used to have very dark dreams very unpleasant dreams with with people chasing or wanting to hurt you and all that and i think with the higher frequency from from what you eat that is completely gone i still have a lot of dreams and and i'm very busy and i have an issue with my knee and i have problems walking but in my dream, my gosh, I was walking all over the place. So I'm like, okay, I like that one. <laughs> I'm <gonna> yeah, keep... <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I, but, I definitely don't have any dark dreams, no nightmares or anything anymore. But I still will have dreams about or like worry or something like that. Or um, and I just try to find like different meaning. And I'm like, obviously death in a dream means like new beginnings and whatnot. It doesn't necessarily mean that somebody dies. Yeah, that's not, a, but there wasn't as much death in it. It was probably, I don't know, just dark, but I don't have that anymore. 
Which, but I still can wake up, you know, I sleep probably rather light and wake up quite a few times. And every time you have different dreams in, in, but so you can wake up tired or your mind is actually tired that you like, okay, I have to think what is, what is real? What is not? Mm -hmm. I still remember dreams from 50 years ago. How crazy is that? That is pretty crazy. Well, they made quite an impact. It was in a bad time and uh, yeah. Like, yeah. but still knowing it is a dream, and I still can see everything that I saw in that dream. And I was what 16, 17 years old. Oh my goodness! So, yeah, um, I have dreams about loved ones and pets and things like that. And I had a fantastic dream recently, it was, um, it was the evening before my born day, and so it was going into my born day that day. And so I believe my dream happened on that day. So it was my dog that I had lost many years ago. And, and she um, was with me. I could see her really close to my face. And in my dream, I, I said, I knew you would come back or I knew you're still with me. And so like, I took that as an amazing dream. And then I also dreamt that all the cats, I couldn't like identify every one of them because there's so many of them, even all the feral cats and all my cats I've ever had were in my mom's living room. And so it was like, they were all coming for my born day. And it was, so that was a fantastic gift. So I woke up definitely remembering that dream too. Yeah, that is, uh, that is pre pretty amazing. Okay, I am now logged into your account so I can see the chats and it is, uh, I know Grant asked what happened to the podcast on Tony's channel about me. We answered that, it didn't work. <laughs> Sometimes we know what we're doing, but this time it is, it's like none of the browsers are working for you. So something really weird is going on. It, yeah, it, and it's on all my browsers, and it happened after I new install of a Wi-Fi because that was another reason before that I couldn't get online. And uh, it, it, but isn't it crazy that I can only get on Facebook, Gmail, and YouTube? That's it. Mm -hmm. That's really bizarre. That is really bizarre. Well, we were worked out. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking, Sarah and I were talking this morning about, okay, what, what topic shall we, shall we do today? What are we going to talk about? Because we don't get a lot of uh, questions in nowadays. Everybody is so healthy, you know, exactly what they need to do. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> we, were, we were like, okay, you know, what topic? And Sarah suggested like, well, let's start at the bottom. Let's start with what is most important, which is the kidneys. And then I started scrolling through uh, my, my upcoming uh, ebook, part of uh, what I actually sent to all my clients as in how to start. And I came across the eight ways to be successful in our journey. Now, I, I, I'm not the kind of person who likes to, to read stuff because I, I feel like, yeah, it has to be in my head. <laughs> it comes out when needed. But this is not all in my head, at least not as clear as, as it is being put here, like, you know, eight, eight points. And, um, and then I think we have, um, we have talked about uh, all these things in, in, it is important to know what, what you can do and what is really important to help you uh, to get going. And uh, the, the, even though, yes, yeah, Sarah, you mentioned the most important is get your kidneys working. And part of that is, of course, starting with the right diet. 
because that is where the diet that is the number one key in success it's like what you eat what you drink what you breathe even what you put on your skin and um and everything that you know the the yeah the stuff that you clean with and um it's a it's in the text here like okay the greater percentage of raw fruit and vegetable salads that you eat the greater your success will be well, I think we we uh, we pretty much figured it out, but that was number one. Your number one is your diet, and if you have your diet right, then you can get your kidneys to filter. But another point was, um, and and this is all part in in how do we get the diet right and and fight the help of others who have experience in the use of raw food and other natural detoxification procedures like fasting. And especially with illnesses like uh, like cancer and yeah, of course, other chronic and degenerative conditions, it is really really good to yeah that you have the guidance and, and support, you know, throughout that whole uh, healing process. And I know you know we are often in situations where our uh, spouse or partner disagree with what we uh, what we are doing and that definitely is not easy for you so this is where you have you know uh, there are groups on facebook like like the group i'm uh, admin uh, in two groups one is um offense of uh, dr robert morse and and the the other one is um, a smaller one that i have set up and that is fun with detox or fence of Dr. Morse fans fun with detox because I think that um, part of the uh, the success is um, enjoying what you're doing and know why you're doing it and then it comes together always much uh, much easier. So yeah, guidance and and support is is important and and maybe you can find a friend or another relative who well that can be a friend. <laughs> Who can help you with this and, uh, and other than that we are here for you and um, we are yeah we are available uh, whenever we can mm -hmm. so always it's it's either on these calls or it is in, in messenger I'm, I'm even on telegram i'm always easy to find and i think you are too sarah and uh, you get to a point you know you pretty much know as much as i do <laughs> <laughs> not, I, don't, I don't know about that you know a lot Tony. <laughs> yeah well sometimes sometimes i forget it's always like oh my gosh i knew more than i thought i did and once i start once i start talking <laughs> that's what i was saying before too sometimes i talk and as i'm talking there's a part of my brain going wow that person talking they they seem like they know how to put all their words together quite well is that me <laughs> yeah see you do it <laughs> you do it there's a reason there's a reason i still don't want to hear myself talk <laughs> um shelly um did chime in over on your channel and i believe that she would like to join uh so i did send a link and she is in the waiting room um did you uh want me to admit her now or did you oh, yeah to absolutely. okay okay absolutely. go ahead and admit shelly then yeah well in the meantime we move on to uh to number three and that is always move your limb system 
Now we have to be careful when our, we're coming back to the kidneys again. When, when our kidneys are not filtering that we don't go overboard with running and, and jumping and because then you start to move your lymph system a little bit too much. But um, we'll go forward with, with what we wrote here. It's everyone has a stagnant lymph system to one degree or another. All your cells need to eat and excrete and your, Dr. Morse always said, your cells eat and poop. We, it's saying, they say it nice here, excrete. Okay. <laughs> I have never even used that word. I, I forgot. I know what it means, but you know, me being Dutch, I was like, it's still a new word for me, but I knew, I know the word excrete. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and your lymph system is your sewer system. Your lymph nodes are your septic tanks. Keep them cleaned out. Use an herbal formula for your kidneys and eat lots of fruits. Clean and enhance your GI tract with raw foods and a restorative intestinal herbal formula. Avoid laxatives and way too many of us are using the laxative and we're using the, um, the probiotics do not do not any, add anything that, that affects your intestinal flora. flora. Let's do it the, um, the, the, well, the natural way because your intestinal flora will restore itself. Now exercise like walking or swimming, those are the ones that you can do. That's actually extremely important to, to move your lymph system, especially in your lower extremities and let yourself sweat. Well, we're in Florida, so it's not that hard here. I don't even need to walk. <laughs> I just need to go out. <laughs> That's how it's been here too in Ohio. <laughs> now there's one thing is that when I go out and it's like I was watering the plants and I was about like six, seven o'clock and I thought it cooled up and was like, oh my God, I, I opened the door and I was like, I was walking into a, a wall of heat. It was, it was pretty hot. And uh, I was okay outside, so I stayed, I stayed outside for 30, 45 minutes. And then I went back, back in. I wasn't sweating outside, I came back in. That, then I started sweating. And I have it, you know, like 78 degrees in, inside, 78, 79. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, it, it's like your skin is your largest eliminator for you. So keep it clean and stimulate it with skin brushing. Uh, regular showers, hot and cold showers, and by sweating. Now there is a trick to these hot and cold showers because believe me, I I don't know, I hate cold showers, always did. So here is the trick because I think there are a lot of people who have absolutely the same with the cold showers. It's like, okay, when you are in the shower, put your head down in and have the cold water run on your neck. And then um, uh, do cold and then hot or hot, very warm, and then cold again and then warm again. And you, you always end, you start with cold and you always end with cold. But that way, the cold water is not running through your, uh, along your whole body. So it is, uh, it's easier to do. Mm -hmm. So that is, uh, that is uh, one suggestion. So that was the part about uh, the lymph system. How, how do you do that? Have you done that, the, the skin brushing? Um, yes, I have. And I use, um, no matter what, I kind of like like a more 
textured, I guess, washcloth anyway. Um, so I just use a washcloth. I don't use like a brush or whatnot. And I kind of do the brushing that way. Um, there's also another thing that my husband did receive um, from the VA. And it's like a little tiny machine. You fill it up with some water. It has all different connector hoses to it. So one can be for your eyes. One can be for your knee, your back. Um, but he has them for his head, his eyes, and the back of his head because he does suffer from headaches. And um, so you can use it to where it makes it warm and then it makes it cold and it even has a timer. So we've been, I would say, I call it cheating because it seems so easy. You just press a button and lay there. So you get nice cold, it's like cold circulating water that goes through the back of your head, wherever you have the little thing wrapped around. And then you press a button and it'll go to hot and then cold and hot. And we just been doing it that way. So I've been cheating by not having to do it in the shower. Okay, that, no, you gotta, you gotta put, what kind of device is that? I'll have to look it up. Uh, it's very expensive to buy actually. Well, not like very, but it is over a thousand dollars, but they give it to oh. you for free. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, he did have to do things to get it. <laughs> so definitely, I guess it's not free. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, um, I probably wouldn't go out and buy it for my needs, but his needs, he would definitely need that. So I'll look it up though. I think it's like a thermo something. We, we do, we do have to know though that with the um, brushing, the skin brushing, it, it has to be dry brushing before you take a shower. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you have to do it the correct way. And we have on my channel, there are actually uh, videos that, um, um, that explain how to do a correct dry brushing. So not towards the heart, but towards the lymph nodes. No, can you still hear me? Sorry, yes, I can. I was okay. Yep, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, because know when we're on phone, our phones. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't connect on on the uh, on the on my laptop. So we are on my phone now, and it says my phone is now in safe driving mode. God, so I better not move around. Much. I guess you can drive around now. <laughs> um, I. Shelly is on, so whenever you're ready to okay. speak with Shelly, um, we can go ahead and move over to that. But I didn't know if you wanted to finish or not. Oh yeah, no, we 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 went. Uh, we've got three points done now. Yeah, I love to uh, uh, to uh, have uh, Shelly Shelly uh, talk. Yeah, hi Shelly. I cannot see any. So I don't even know. Uh, hi. Okay, <laughs> there you are. <laughs> hi Tony. Um. Hi. Uh. What's your name for? It's Sarah. It, it's Sarah. Yep. Sarah. Yeah. Hi. Um, so yesterday, my mom was talking to, with you, um, talking to you on Facebook yesterday about what I went through uh, about two days ago. And I just have a couple of questions because what I went through two days ago was so dramatic that like, when I was going through it, I just like didn't know like, um, how I would feel the next day. So I went through like a healing crisis, where um, the morning of what day was it? I think it was Tuesday. The morning of Tuesday, um, I felt totally fine. Everything was fine. I was feeling pretty good, but I noticed that I didn't really have an appetite. And then um, I think my mom told you I drank like um, a juice, a green juice with like chard, uh, cucumber, um, and lemon. 
And all of a sudden I had this like terrible nausea that started coming up and I literally threw up, I think three times and it was really crazy. Like I was sweating, I had a fever. Do you think that's from the juice? Did the juice um, activate the detoxification? Like, did it make it even stronger or what do you think that was? Cause it was like really crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it could be a detox symptoms. I'm, I'm not a fan of chart because it is uh, not easy to digest. And uh, I think what I suggested was to, um, uh, to not eat anything at all, just uh, do a water fast mm -hmm. and, and let it, uh, let it uh, for at least one day. And for the next day, we tried the, uh, the applesauce and you got nauseated again. Yeah, so I actually did a 24-day fast. Um, not 24, am I crazy? Oh my gosh, 24-hour fast. <laughs> um, and not 24-day. And I felt pretty good, but I didn't eat applesauce. I only made like an apple juice. So it wasn't an applesauce, it was juice. Yeah, because you were thinking that it, that it could be the liver or the gallbladder. And when you get issues with your gallbladder, believe me, you know it is your gallbladder because that yeah. hurts my hell. I went through it and, and uh, I lived with it for a year and then I had emergency, emergency surgery to, to remove it. And this was, um, I was only 19, 20 years old. Wow. So I know that pain. So you will know, you know, where it's coming from. Now we, we can, when we're detoxing, we can always have an, an uncomfortable or odd feeling somewhere. It is as long as you know that you put in the right foods and in the right combination. The combinations are important too. And you could have a reaction uh, to, the, to the green uh, juice. I would be careful with that uh, anyway. And then whenever you have this, resort to the old fruit. And if it's getting too much, then you know, eat some, some steamed um, sweet potato to slow down the, um, uh, the detoxing. But I think uh, from the looks of it, you pretty much got over it, didn't you? Yeah, now I feel much better. Like it's, it's fluctuating. So in the morning I felt a little weak when I got out of bed, but now I feel totally fine. Um, because I'm having a salad right now, like a simple salad. Um, but yeah, I felt a little strange this morning. But it was so surprising what happened to me on Tuesday that I still feel like it's a dream. Like, it was really crazy. I was sweating, like you mentioned, um, our skin is the largest eliminative organ. So I literally felt my body detoxing through the skin like crazy. And I never had that before. It was really, really weird. Yeah, it can also be the liver. I mean, we, we always think, you know, it, it's kidneys, but I think with all the foods that we've been eating and that what happened, I, I think everything is involved. It's kidneys, okay. the eye tract, the, the liver, the, the, the thyroid, the parathyroid, yeah. everything. It's not just one thing, you know, everything is kind of a, in, affected and we just need to... Um, we need to heal it, and and but I I um, when I started it was like, and I had these first kind of not even bad detox symptoms. I was more like, okay, I'm going to embrace, you know, the pain, the odd things that happened, and I've heard that if you have weak areas, that pain, what you had there, that will come back, 
you know, it's like, okay, I want to broken uh, the, the femur in my left leg. I do not need that pain to come back. <laughs> well, wow. it did, but not as bad as not as long. So it's, yeah, weird things can happen in, in, you know, don't always think the worst and because fear will add to your issues. Mm -hmm. I think we of talked course. about uh, that before it is like somebody can do all the right things in all the right foods like you can have 40 days great but <laughs> in the meantime you're very very fearful and that it's not going to work and then yeah. people are not healing and you see people who are very very positive and not even are on the perfect uh, diet and they improve even better Yes. So we have to be careful with, with our fears. And, um, and I know it's not easy. It's not easy, but you're doing the right thing. You know, it's like, and in, in when you feel really sick and in, in, it can happen very easily. Like Dr. Morse, a few weeks ago, he mentioned that he went out for, uh, for dinner. They had all had a salad and they mm. all got food poisoning. It's crazy. And it can, it, it, you call it the tainted salad. I had it happening and for the life of me, I couldn't, couldn't even imagine what it could have been. But it could have been something that was on the fruit that I ate. I, I don't even think I ate a salad. And, okay. um, but I was, and, and I never throw up too. It was, but I was nauseous and pain and headache. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna stay in bed. I rest and I dry fasted. That was actually my first dry fast. I did that for 24 hours, then two days on water and three days on only, um, I think it was um, apple juice and then back to eating again, eating fruits again. So that is often when you have, and it can happen easily, you know, it can, there can be something on the salad and it wasn't washed off. And, yeah. you know, and, and I also, when I have like berries where I have these really soft berries, I don't wash them. If I, if I wash them, they would go to pulp. So I just eat them and they're organic and I'm like, okay, that should work. <laughs> yeah. Washing vegetables is pretty important, especially in today's world, you know, because you never really know like where they come from and unless you're getting like your vegetables from a farmer like here where I live I get locally um, sourced produce so I generally know like where it's coming from but if you live in like a big country you know it's really important to wash um, the fruits and vegetables. Yeah, of course in that but I, I don't eat vegetables I eat mostly fruit but mm -hmm. even the fruit and I wash everything other than these um oh my god what is the um, the name for it these these soft red berries raspberries uh, raspberries raspberries yes yeah. we call them in Holland we call them frambozen which actually mm -hmm. came from the French word like from from what something like that yeah, but um, if you wash those and and they are they are very soft, you you just have pulp, so it's not really working that well. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling a, a lot better, and uh, yeah, so yeah, the resort to to you already mentioned that you didn't really feel like eating when you woke up that day, and no. then you got your green uh, your green juice. I actually ate. Oh. Yeah, now that I remember, I actually did eat a little bit on that same day because I didn't feel the symptoms immediately. I only felt it at around 12 o'clock right after the juice. But I ate like maybe I would say one Persian cucumber, I think it was, 
and what else was it like one banana and some cherries and that was like wait like really early in the day and I already started noticing that I didn't really have an appetite to eat so then I just stopped but I did eat a little bit that day so I did like a 24-hour fast from like noon to noon the next day um Tony stop me if I'm wrong but I believe that you may be mixing too many foods and you might want to be sticking to more mono foods and cucumbers mm -hmm. can be kind of rough anyway and cause digestive issues. So I would definitely maybe try to stay away from that and stick to okay. a more mono, mono food. And I would stick to more fruit and um, maybe just like sip on some stuff. I mean, don't be afraid if you're not eating, especially when you're not feeling good. Um, okay. Just kind of like sip on some stuff and still take in water, definitely take in water. Um, and just do like a sweet potato, like Tony had said too. kind of do your fruits through the day and then a sweet potato. Um, your drink that you mentioned even made me kind of feel like, ooh, like <laughs> I, I, I know mean, it tasted pretty good, but it probably wasn't really good. For I my would diet. not be drinking chard. In the, in no, it. I don't even think I'd eat chard, <laughs> but, um, yeah. definitely just try to stick to a more mono because even if it's fruit, you, you still want to give your body that time it needs to digest. You don't want to throw a bunch of stuff at it. And even right now, your salad, um, what would your salad be consisted of right now? Yeah, right now it's uh, butter lettuce, some purple basil, um, cucumber, half an avocado, some lemon juice, and a little bit of green onion and some mint. Um, again, Tony, stop me if I'm wrong. Sounds like there's a lot of little different things in there with your stomach still being upset. Uh, what would you say? Maybe just the buttered lettuce right now, if you're even going to do that at this point. Um, but the onion, the mint, and the basil. I don't know. Uh, it it works. I would be. I would go slow with the avocado and the um, uh, what is it? The onions. Okay. It's high sulfur, and the avocado is high fat. But okay. you know, if you're not wanting to detox, yes, you can eat like half an avocado because that will stop the detox. Yeah. But, not everybody can eat it. I, I, I can't. Okay. And um, to go back to that one first uh, drink, it's like never combine greens with your fruit. Never. That, that, okay. just, you know, that is just an, uh, a standard rule. It is uh, with the greens. With the fruit? No, mm -hmm. you cannot combine greens and fruit. So if you want to oh. have, like, in a, say that you, that you want for, for lunch and you want some fruit and greens, then you first eat the fruit. And after that, say 30 minutes later, you can have the greens because mm -hmm. greens have a longer digestive time and you don't want to start uh, the fruits to ferment. Mm, okay, I had no idea because I saw so many people eating greens with fruit, but that's probably not good at all. <laughs> not, not the ones who have been trained by Dr. Morse. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of information out there, but you're, you're definitely on the right path, asking the right questions and whatnot as well, too. Yeah, I have one last question. I don't want to take up any time here um, about fats. I don't know if I asked this a very long time ago on Zoom once, but I can only consume about like half an avocado. And if I have a little bit more fat than that, my body can't tolerate it. And I used to eat so much fat when I was on a plant-based vegan diet, no problem. And now I can barely like consume any fats at all. And I want to stay full and I don't know how to like stay, you know, pretty full without consuming high, high calorie foods like avocados, nuts and seeds. Is this temporary? 
Um, I don't know. For me, it is like um, on all fruit, I'm not hungry at all. I, 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 I have an appetite and it's like, yeah, I would like something, but I'm not hungry. Um, we don't, don't even worry about the calories, you know, it, and you can eat as much fruit as you like and you get whatever, everything that you need. We always think that we absolutely need the fats. Um, it could be, and this is what Dr. Morris always says too, fruit brings out the weaknesses in your body. So when, when your mom contacted me when you were not feeling well, the first thing that she said is what that you felt, it was related to your liver, to the liver and the gallbladder. Well, that is then related to the fat that you eat. So now you say you don't feel well when you eat uh, fat. So yeah, that could be that your liver is on the weak side. So maybe we should check into um, uh, some liver uh, formulas. Okay. And yeah. strengthen, strengthen it a little, but be, be very uh, aware of how, how you eat it and absolutely no fruit with, with any of that. The only, the only fruit that you can uh, add with, um, uh, with your greens is lemon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll do that. And I, I'm also taking, I stopped taking formulas for a couple of days ever since I had that incident. And I noticed that I feel much better. So I think the formulas also triggered a detox response. So I'll slowly go back into them, but um, I don't know if it's related, what I felt is related to the formulas I'm taking. I'm taking a lot of formulas, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's always, I don't know how long you've been doing that, but it's always good to just stop for a few weeks and then pick it up again. Okay. And have, a, have a little reset in your body. Okay. That's, and and you listen, to, listen to your body. And I think you're, you're very well in tune with your body. So listen to it. And when you feel tired, just give in when you can. And uh, it just means that your body, you know, needs the healing. And that is why you're tired. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And everything Thank is very, so much. and everything is very simple. I mean, you know, you're, as your body already told you how it feels about fat and God, made us this way to be able to listen to our body. So definitely just try to rest, relax, and don't overthink anything. Just trust in the plan and the process and, you know, work with your mom and Tony and uh, to see how it kind of comes along. Okay. Yeah. I, I have been noticing that on this lifestyle, I'm so much more in tune with my body. Have you guys been noticing that? It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yep. It feels like we can't eat anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all that bad yeah. stuff <laughs> and I yeah, except fruit, I guess and yeah fruit is the food for humans so it's not that bad right even when you mention it. avocado it makes my stomach hurt so I don't even have to eat it <laughs> yeah I know I I'm just sensitive to them I, yeah I'm just sensitive to them but there's nothing wrong with them if you're not detoxing but I can't handle them so wow absolutely well, awesome. It sounds like you're on a great adventure and just enjoy it and, um, you know, take it in stride as it comes and keep in contact with Tony for sure. Hey, I will. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Sarah. You're very welcome. Um, I'll let you know. Yeah. Bye. Okay. I think Grant wanted to come on. Yeah, Grant did, but he can't, he said he's having trouble calling in. Um, you should just have to touch the link. That's all you should have to do, Grant.
he said he wanted everybody to join <laughs> yeah that would be that would definitely be interesting that it's kind be. of funny to see that there is a lag because i still see uh uh see her talking mm -hmm. but it's okay but let's move on to uh to our list of the eight ways to be successful in your journey mm -hmm. and um the advice that was given is that you want to spend a month on an herbal parasite formula and uh, we always talk about the kidneys but oh my gosh isn't it important to get your gi tract cleaned out because it is such a mess in there and even sometimes even after years uh, we still have uh, junk in there. Yeah, I mean, years on the raw food. And if we didn't do anything to get the junk out and the parasites out, they're still in there. And um, so it is, um, the, the, we have two parasite formulas. One is, is called uh, Parasite G. And that can, helps to get rid of the larger worms, the flukes, etc. But you also have one that is called Parasite M, and that is for microorganisms. And this is like the candida, the bacteria, the fungus, and uh, and and the, all all this stuff that affects the desire for food. You know, all the um, the what is it uh, the the cravings that you have. It all has to do with your uh, with your. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say worms, parasites. Parasites is a better word. <laughs> you're, you're the if I see, you if are I hosting. See, <laughs> yeah, my God, if I, if I, the word worms, then I instantly see that wiggling stuff in my body and we don't want to see that. I have actually heard of people who had worms coming out of their eyes. And that, that is a sign is that it's pretty bad. <laughs> Did somebody eat shellfish a lot? <laughs> oh, really? No, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, where would yeah. you get those kind of worms? <laughs> yeah, it, but it's meat, it's pork. It's it's like, it is the, in, in a lot of the sushi. I think I ate sushi. Um, well, actually it was a tuna and I didn't like cooked tuna. I mean, it's dry, there's no taste. And somebody said, you eat to eat it raw. And I was like, raw fish, no, thank you. I was not a sushi eater. And then my sister was here and she had it. And I was like, okay, you know, be brave, take a bite. If she eats it, I can eat it. And I had a little and I was like, oh my gosh, this is delicious. Mm. So yeah, I had raw tuna one time. Mm -hmm. Never, ever have I wanted fish ever. Like, how do you know when fish is bad? Doesn't it just smell wrong either yeah. way? Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> <laughs> and it is it starts smelling bad as soon as it's dead and i mean and but that is the same with meat and mm -hmm. i once saw a restaurant in tampa and they were talking and i have been in that restaurant actually and they were talking they had aged meat and it was like 18 months old they have a special room for it because i looked it up and i was like how can that even be good but apparently you can so yeah, well, anyway, with the microorganisms, since we there's so much microorganisms in the air, that is kind of a formula you want to stay on for about a year even to, uh, to make sure you get that out of your body. And uh, the next point is, um, is clean your liver, enhance your pancreas for about a month. And, and, and actually before you start the whole detoxification program, 
And um, it, if you have diabetes or you're really, really thin, then you need about three months, you know, and, and uh, work on uh, with the formula for the liver and the pancreas before you really start on, on a heavy detoxification. Now, I do have to admit, this is actually, this was actually new to me. I, I wasn't aware that it is better to work on that before you start on a detoxification program. And the detoxification program, that actually means 100% fruit, nothing else. Mono fruit, preferably. But your detoxification program starts when you start transitioning. So while you are transitioning, it is good to get on these formulas and then, you know, you go into the whole fruit. I would say I actually took about six months to get to the 100% fruit because I did not want to have these detox symptoms, you know, and by not going too fast, but I think three months, that should be long enough to get there. What do you say, Sarah? I agree. And if you can take it slow, I would take it slow because detox is no fun, but just all depending on where you are in your health journey. Hey, don't say that it's no fun. It is fun. <laughs> detox. <laughs> I'd rather not feel those symptoms, but <laughs> we've been like, on our juice ever since Sunday and I'll put, we picked up, we found a watermelon with seed in it. Um, it is so big. We got 96 ounces of juice out of it from just half. And I have enough watermelon seeds to probably populate, I don't know, at least my state <laughs> from that one watermelon. <laughs> so, you, can send, you can send a few to me. I will for sure. We I wonder have, how much how much space would a watermelon need to grow because it's it's more on on the ground. Yeah, it's like a like pumpkins. How pumpkins grow? They shoot out the vines and um, then they I believe they grow from the flower that comes off the vine. But I'm not 100 sure. But this watermelon, I was having a lot of trouble carrying it. I definitely could not carry it with one arm, and I definitely do not want to carry it um, for a long distance. <laughs> it was very large. Yeah, I think we we had a very, we had a big one and we juiced it and we got I think about eight liters out of it. That was a really I couldn't carry it at all. So it yeah. was. Yeah, I'm about to convert eight liters now to ounces. <laughs> I had I saw. An, an, I'm just kidding. Movie and I think I posted it on my uh, I'm not sure I think I posted it on my Facebook profile and it was about growing uh, watermelons and once the watermelon started to get bigger they put kind of an uh, um, oh, what do you call it a hammock hammock kind of thing underneath so it was actually mm -hmm. holding holding the watermelons up yeah I thought that was, that's an interesting way of doing it mm -hmm. I have yeah, but we've been doing our orange juice. I'm actually still in the process of drinking my morning orange juice, even just right now, but even just been on that, which at the same time, I don't know if I'm in that certain phase of the month anyway, where, you know, I'm not as hungry, um, but I've definitely not even been hungry all week ever since I've been on the orange juice. I'm on the juice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Me too. I like it. I had the most delicious orange juice uh, made out this morning, a whole liter. It takes at least 12 to maybe even 14 oranges. <laughs> but heck. Yeah, we use uh, 13 to 14 
on each of us each day right now and then we'll double that I think starting not the next week but the following so then we'll get 64 ounces of orange juice and then we'll take in 32 ounces of watermelon juice yeah then yeah I have I have watermelon uh, for the rest of the day now mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah I um, see uh, oh sorry go ahead I was gonna say I think probably the same thing you too Jacob's comment yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, Jacob, it, it's like um, when when I talk with a client and I make an, a protocol, I always have the the kidneys, the the liver, um, kidneys and bladder, liver and skin, which also uh, um, uh, directs to the uh, the gallbladder, and um, uh, what is it, the endocrine endocrine system, the parasite, and the GI tract. That is that's a standard. So, and this is when people start to transition to all fruit because I rarely talk to anybody who is already on the all fruit because, you know, you, you need to ne learn more once you are on the, um, uh, once you start or you sick and you have all these symptoms and you start transitioning. So that is where you already start with the formulas. So even though I've never, never um, uh, explained it, like you need to start on the liver uh, uh, and pancreas um, for a month or even more before starting the detoxification, it's actually what I have been doing. And sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's three months and then start with the detox. So yes. And um, Oh my God, I thought that somebody was saying we have, uh, we have 20 to 30 pounds um, uh, junk in our uh, GI tract, but it was about water. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I carry 50 pound bags of um, feed each day and you know that, that's pretty heavy. So I would assume that watermelon was every bit of 30 pounds. Yeah. It, it, it was huge and heavy, but yeah. yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I made the mistake last time to leave an, uh, a lot of the white stuff on it, and then the whole juice tasted like cucumber. And I was expecting watermelon, and not cucumber. <laughs> I'm not a fan of cucumber, so it was like yikes. Yeah, cucumbers uh, they do. They give me gastrointestinal. Just they make me belch. In other words, so oh, really, because I'm not ready for them. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. I always had that with uh, peppers, sweet mm -hmm. peppers. Yep, I, I don't <laughs> fully enjoy them either, so I'm, I'm not like I'm missing them. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay, we go on to number six on the list of um, the eight ways to be successful on your journey is about chemical medication. And a lot of people are on that. And, um, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, there are there are very few possible interactions with the programs and the herbal formulas, but we can find that out before you even start. Um, if you are on high blood pressure medication, you all, all you need to do is watch your blood pressure. And um, the, this protocol that can absolutely bring down the uh, the blood pressure really fast, and you just have to use common sense. So, but if your blood pressure is low, lowering it further will with chemical medic medication that is not that may not be too smart. 
So, and I think when you, well, I hope that when you are on blood pressure medication, it's not only the doctor who is uh, checking it for you, but you do it yourself too. And this is where we come, you are your own doctor. You are the one who is responsible for your health, not your doctor. So be aware of that so that, you know, that you are in control. And I would suggest anyone who has issues with a blood pressure and um, it should be like 120 over 60. And 120 is your um, adrenals and the 60 is the kidney. So the lower number is the kidney. So that is where it says, you know, how you are doing. My blood pressure was like 140 over 85 and they say, oh, it's good. Now I know it wasn't, it wasn't good at all. It was way too high. You and the American one, standard good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, it was, it was also Dutch standard. Don't get me wrong there. <laughs> it was also Dutch standard. And, and maybe because I was overweight and they think, oh, you have higher blood pressure and oh, it's normal. I have never been on blood pressure medication. Not ever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it wasn't suggested and I wouldn't have taken it anyway. But then again, I never took any medication. So that is actually a good thing. I have to detox uh, out less of that uh, BS. But um, what I once did uh, was um, I had an herbal tea, a mix, and there was licorice root in it. Licorice root is absolutely great when you have low blood pressure. So that means under 120 over 60. So maybe it could be like 100 over 50 or something. Then you can use um, uh, licorice root. I wasn't aware of that. I'm talking about 15 years ago. And I drank that tea and I ended up in the hospital 40, 24 hours on a heart monitor because my heart was raising and my blood pressure skyrocketed. So that is how powerful that can be. So that is why always, you know, even when you, you buy teas, a very sweet friend yesterday came and they, she gave me four packages of the Yogi herbal tea. And I started reading what was on the package and I was like, what? There is no real um, herb in it at all. There was citric acid in it. And there was like mandarin flavor and apple flavor and cherry flavor. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing natural in it. So always read what is on the package, even if it's being sold to you as herbal, natural, whatever, always read the package because this is, this is what got me then in, in, in trouble, you know, by not, not reading it and, and not being aware what the effect actually is of, uh, of licorice root. So you, you are the one who is in control and, uh, and responsible actually for your own health. So what you eat is also your responsibility, the choices that you make. Mm -hmm. And we really need to all become our own doctors, quote, you know, doctor, uh, maybe our own healers. And we all need to be up on taking that responsibility of taking care of ourselves and our families. We should not be relying on doctors, people that don't see you every day, don't really know what you're doing or what you're eating, uh, that kind of stuff. You should be your own doctor. We should all be learning these things on how to take care of ourselves and our family and our friends and our animals. 
Yeah, and the animals, but you know, it's not really that easy because there is so much information on the internet and it contradicts, everything contradicts each other, everything. Right. And it, then go by, go by logic. I mean, we've been talking about what is natural, the natural law of, of this earth and what is making sense. And um, you have to be careful. And I, I can't tell you, yeah, you only should listen to me or to Dr. Morgan or, or even Charlie, you know, with, with all food. And there are many others. We uh, talked about, what was his name, Jackie, um, last week. He has an amazing way of, um, of explaining, us, uh, you know, what food is meant for us. And he comes back, there are only three, he calls it three foods. And there's just, you know, fruits, melons, and berries. Well, for me, the, the, the melons and berries is also fruit, but it is, um, it's, it's kept separate in these like three food groups. And uh, no, it's not meat and it's not, uh, it's not dairy and eggs. And I keep having these discussions in the groups, people that have been in, I mean, this is a group that has been around for six, seven years. It has more than 40,000 people in it. People have been there in three, for three years or more. Every time there is a new, um, a new uh, Dr. Morse video, it's, it's being posted there, but still get the questions about why not eating meat. And um, meat is so hard on your kidneys and um, the high proteins, and it's even hard on our animals' uh, kidneys. You know, you buy cat food and it, and it has um, high proteins. Proteins, the, the way it is, it kills, and it doesn't only kill us, it kills our pets too. I mean, my gosh, why do five, six-year-old cats or even dogs have kidney disease? We have to be so careful with, with you know, what we give them. Mm -hmm. And right now, in, in, you know, keep on about the, uh, the pet uh, foods. If you look at the labels, there is no, absolutely no pet food that does not have isolated chemistry as in vitamins and minerals added to it. It isn't there. So what are your choices? And, and of course, we love our pets. And, and I just, you know, a week ago, I had to, uh, to put a cat to sleep, which is absolutely devastating, but he couldn't be saved. The next day or two days after that, I had to take another cat to, uh, to the vet because he needed an enema. And I wasn't gonna do that myself. And um, he couldn't, you know, he had a blockage. He couldn't poop because of, uh, of the, the food. And I keep experimenting with food. These are all the cats that I got from a person who passed away. And um, so they have been on the wrong foods their whole life. They're not gonna adjust to, to raw whatever, chicken or, or, yeah, I don't wanna feed them the ground up mice. Don't ask me why. I, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> yeah, but we, did, we do give them ground up, you know, in the canned food is ground up and cooked and God knows what's in it. And I have had, and I, I did that. I had like, um, you know, organic um, um, chicken breast meat and I had it ground up. Cats don't want to eat it. They do not want to eat it. No, they, are just, 
we we would say oh this is actually kind of funny because we can say like well we've been so brainwashed indoctrinated food is everywhere and you know it's like we kind of need a food but our cats are not but for them it is the taste they are so used to a certain taste this is what they want and they have been made you know like it's like an addiction and the weird thing is, you know, there's there's no brainwashing with the cat, yeah, other than the taste. So in, in a way it is the brainwashing because they don't even want the food that is what would be good for them. Mm -hmm. I, I would still have to see if I, uh, if I, if I would stop feeding them and I, I let a few mice, sorry, mice loose in the, in the house, I, I don't think they would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> there's tons of videos where the cat is just like sitting there with the mouse and it's like, okay. But I will tell you my outdoor cats, um, they jumped on a baby blue jay the other day. And apparently a blue jay lives on the ground for five days. I'm like, well, your parents are not too smart if they chose my yard with seven cats in it. Um, but boy, oh boy, are they, they locked onto that and they would not, you know, even if it, you see that and you're just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> but yeah, they are true carnivores. And even the cat, the cat is the one and only animal that we have that we know of so far that needs meat to survive. They have to have it. And even yet their bodies can't process it as much because their life expectancy is so much lower than that of not a carnivore. And I don't know if we listened to something or if I read something, but the Yellowstone Park wolves, 80% of their diet is blueberries. Who, who would, like, you think of a wolf, I'm like, all they eat is meat. That's all they eat. But in, even in the winter time, it's between 40 and 60% is still foraging for some kind of fruit or berry. So, yeah, but dogs, <laughs> dogs actually live on a plant-based diet. Exactly. But when you think yeah. of a wolf, like you think, yeah. oh, they, they, they kill and eat. That's all they do. No, they don't. Yeah. No. Another thing we are not privy to. <laughs> no, we're not. And, um, and I, everything is different than we have been uh, thought. So yeah, it's interesting. Okay. We're almost done with, um, with the successful uh, journey, the eight ways. At seven, um, it was about when your blood pressure is actually low. And that is where you want to work on normalizing it by enhancing and regenerating your adrenal glands. And part of what we do with, um, with the diet, people call it the fruit diet, actually, it's the human diet. Um, that is when you are addressing your adrenals. But there is, um, yeah, something more to it because your attitude is a big part of it uh, also, you know, how, how fearful you are and, and how much stress you have in your life. And that all works on your adrenals. Tiny, tiny glands on top of the, uh, on top of the kidneys. It's, uh, it's really interesting. Actually, it's really and important because where they sit. <laughs> Yeah, and part is like diabetes, type 2 diabetes, it's actually relatively easy to overcome. But if you are on insulin, then you absolutely have to watch your blood sugars. 
And uh, well, you know, the same principles applies when you have high blood pressure, same as with low blood pressure and with your, uh, with your diabetes. I am a type two diabetic. I wasn't, and actually the weird thing is I had these um, three, I think it was three vaccinations for immigration in 2000. And that was polio and, um, oh, what is it when you, um, step uh, on a say that you're in, on a farm. You step on an uh, on a rusty nail. Then you need an uh, a shot of, uh, for. Um, oh my gosh! It just left my mind. <laughs> it just left my mind. Um, yeah. Well, we we know what it is. And and the and I think it was the MMR that I had. And after that, I started with diabetes, with with um, with uh, psoriasis, with arthritis. It was like it all came together. And um, so, yeah, I'm a, di a di diabetic type two. Now, when I'm on all fruit, no problem whatsoever. I don't have that racing heart in that jittery feeling inside when your blood sugar gets too high. But oh boy, when I eat a meal, even a cooked meal or a meal with any fat in it, it is right back. It is right back in, and then the blood sugar goes from the from 80 or 90, it goes up to 200, 250, and I feel pretty bad then. So there are a lot of things that actually keep you from uh, from eating the wrong stuff because mm -hmm. it is worth listening listening to your body, yeah. and that jittery feeling. It's like it feels like it is my heart, and uh, yeah, I did have a heart attack. So. It, it could all affect it, but it's not good. I mean, you think, okay, you know, in a few hours and everything is okay. And it is, you know, it takes a few hours to half a day and then you feel fine again. But my God, what are we, what are you doing then to your body? Exactly. And as Grant said in the chat, it's the tetanus shot. Tetanus shot. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. it. Yep. And oh my God, why in the world did I need a tetanus shot? You know, just coming into the country where I was traveling four, five, six times a year, you know, because I was a, I was in a travel business and, um, and I didn't go to farms and I didn't, as, as a kid, we learned, you know, on a farm, you step on a rusty nail. It's like, when is that going to happen? <laughs> mm -hmm. I also heard it was something to do with like the horse hooves or something like that too. But what if that was, um, you know, thinking it was like a rusty nail from the horseshoe that you would step on. That's why you needed the tetanus or that's where it came from. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they still keep it in. It's like, it's the first thing you have a little cut in your finger and you need a tetanus shot. And it's mm -hmm. like, actually it messes up your body really bad. So don't. Um, and I'm not allowed to say that. Mm-hmm. Strike that okay. from the record. <laughs> we, we didn't say it. We didn't say Nobody it. Nobody heard nothing. <laughs> exactly. Now at number eight, it is like, as you detoxify and regenerate, your body will go through the symptoms of a healing crisis. Well, it's nothing new to most of us. And that is like, this is normal, natural, and positive. And that is where my part of fun with detox comes out because this is where I had to learn to embrace it. The weird things happening, like I have a pain, it's like, what the heck is going on there? It doesn't matter. You know, something is happening. Something is working in your body and your body is working hard to heal it. 
So that is where, you know, once you understand or understand about the healing crisis, you will also understand what this eases truly are. So, and then it's like, it's like attitude, attitude, attitude. You've got to enjoy what you're doing. And that, you know, you have to remember that the vice of getting your body or physical, physical, healthy. And it is, this yeah, right here, your body is your mobility in the physical world. In many of your weaknesses are genetically passed to you. Your toxicity may have developed in utero, so you need to give it time to be released. Vibrant health in this world does not occur overnight. Sometimes it's hard work, but well worth it. It connects you with life, love, and God. And that is pretty profound and um, because that is where everything changed for me. I could finally be more open in, and really understand what it was once I was got away from all the toxic foods. And I think that is quite amazing. And, and it's also when all these people keep talking about, yeah, you got to eat lamb and you got to eat raw milk and, and, um, and, and organic eggs and whatever. No, you know, this is not, it's, it's not healing. It's not how, how life should be. And um, yeah, I always come back you know, as soon as you have uh, developed claws and, and tearing uh, teeth, then okay, we talk again. Mm -hmm. I know there's a big subject on that too of then why do we have the ability to develop things and whatnot, but at the end of the day, we have the um, ability to understand and to have compassion. And when you have that kind of ability to create and think and have compassion for things is great responsibility. And as we know, with or not great power comes great responsibility is what I was really trying to say. So that's what we need to really do is use our power in kind ways. And we've just been programmed by everything to not use it that way. And we've also been programmed to look the other way. And we shouldn't look the other way and we shouldn't sit down. We should stand up and we should take care of those that don't have the voice and, and are not able to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I think it's rather beautiful to be able to do that and to be able to see it, mm -hmm. to, really have, to, to have the compassion. And I don't see a lot of compassion with meat eaters. Sorry to say that, but- um, Carnal minds. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's, um, if I can get this to pull up, um, there's a gentleman, I think his name is Damien or whatever, but he um, is a, I think he's like British intelligence, maybe he's American intelligence, I'm not sure, but he started um, like a rescue over in Africa and he has women that guard the endangered animals like the elephants and whatnot too. And he has trained this whole unit of women who go out and defend all of our animals from poachers, lions, elephants, and stuff like that too. He is vegan and he's a large man and he has muscles and he has, he says his recovery is great and everything too. I don't know exactly when he says he's vegan, 
is he more fruit or whatever he eats, but he did make this quote one time and if I can find it, I'll read it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite amazing uh, when you turn your kindness, uh, what you can do, what you turn, when you turn to kindness, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I found it. Yeah. Here it is. And it makes it makes you feel happy. I mean, in balance with in balance with the things around you. I do have one issue though. I have mosquitoes in the house, and oh, no. I can't, I cannot get rid of it. Oh. And um, they, we had, um, we usually for the cats, we have all these little fountains, so the water is not stagnant. But there, for one cat. He keeps to himself in another uh, area of the living room. And yeah, there is stagnated water. And oh my gosh, there were little worms in it. And I was like, that must have been the mosquitoes. Oh, they come in any way they can. Like, even just like a raindrop, they'll be like, lay an egg. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. And because I don't spray with anything, and mm -hmm. I have, have these devices that have a certain frequency that will kill them. Yeah. And it's yeah, here we are. We don't want to kill anything that God put on this earth, but I don't want the mosquitoes in my house. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just wonder, like, what are they here for? Like the horse fly or even just flies are terrible. Um, yeah. I found that quote and it says, and I don't know if you want to end with it, but it says, out of 5 million species on this planet, only one has the power to determine what level of suffering is acceptable for all other sentinel beings to endure. Yeah. And the other thing that I always say too is that there is no humane way to kill something that does not want to die. Exactly. And that is a good way to end our show with today. <laughs> Absolutely. I could go on forever. I love you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you till the next time. And uh, if you have questions, then please keep them coming because not only we learn from your questions, but everyone else too. Yep. So that, that is important. And so thank, thank you all, all so much for finding us over here. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll do my best to get this darn uh, laptop working, you know, the way it should. But this worked too. Yeah, so we're, we're not worried. We did it. Awesome. <laughs> well, we'll be back on Tony's channel next week, Thursday at noon Eastern, Eastern time. Thank you all. Till Thank the next you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Q&A with Tony Wheel. Please see the show notes for ways to reach out to Tony and how you can submit your questions for the show.